Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You went all in on Bitcoin, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, in early 2020, I bought Bitcoin at 4,500. My first five Bitcoin when we had that pandemic crash. Yep. Literally put 110% of my net worth in Bitcoin. There was a point where I was actually leveraging against my Bitcoin, taking out Bitcoin back loans to buy more Bitcoin. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, guys. Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, as always, Sean Kelly. Got with me a great guest for you guys today, Colin Yersison. He flew in from Miami. How's it going, man? What's up, bro? Thanks for having me. Good man. to see you, Appreciate man. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Great to see you. Great to meet you, finally. Yeah first time meeting we've been talking for years and now dude i'm seeing you everywhere so congrats i, I appreciate that man yeah it's been a wild journey i've uh, been really taking content seriously lately the business is doing well and just doing what i love man just sticking to the plan for the past four and a half years yeah and i know you've been part of so many different industries now so would you say your main focus is content it's coaching yeah just doing what i know has worked for me and helping other people with that so right now it's fitness mindset and business and uh you know i still have my bitcoin mining company i'm in crypto uh, on the back end but yeah i just i just help people through coaching yeah you went all in on bitcoin man <laughs> <laughs> i did i did uh in early 2020 i bought bitcoin at 4500 my first five bitcoin when we had that pandemic crash yeah and uh, i picked up my first five and, and really never looked back i caught the bitcoin bug and literally put 110 percent of my net worth in bitcoin there was a point where i was actually leveraging against my bitcoin Bitcoin, taking out Bitcoin back loans to buy more Bitcoin. Uh, so it was crazy, bro. I, I was a little addicted and uh, watched my portfolio go from 3.75 million down to 1 million in about eight to nine months. So it was it was rough, man, but I learned a lot of really valuable lessons from the market and everyone has to pay their tuition to the market. So yeah. I definitely did my time. Crypto is a game of just who can tough it out the longest, I think. For sure. And, <laughs> and who cannot, you know, lose to their their mental. Like it's not, a, if you're acting off emotion, you already lost. You lost yeah, for sure. Exactly. You're, you're going to sell at an 80% loss. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so I didn't sell. So that's yeah, good. I didn't sell either. That's exactly. where the market's at, but it's looking like it might come back. I think uh, Michael Saylor might go down as one of the smartest of all time or a meme. The GOAT, bro. I mean, he's already now in profit, I think, uh, a couple hundred millions as of yesterday. I oh, mean, he, he is? this mini bull run pump. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's he's officially in profit a couple hundred million now. He was buying the whole way down. Whole way down, whole way up, everywhere, bro. Yeah. He's always buying. Oh, man. Yeah. So you made your first money off crypto? Uh, so not necessarily. It was more of I was making money through selling online products and services through my Instagram. And then I was putting that money into crypto. Got it. So, you know, becoming an entrepreneur in 2020 was like the worst and best time to become, become an entrepreneur because it felt like money was just so easy. Mm -hmm. Right. We, we were coming into the first 
bull market cycle ever with you know quantitative easing the fed had the money printers on rates were at zero yeah everyone and their mom was making money <laughs> so like if you had a personal brand you were even more positioned to make money right money was coming in and i was seeing all these assets go up so i'm like why would i not put my money in these assets but what did I, what i didn't realize was that okay when inflation gets too high they have to bring it down. How do they bring it down? They have to raise the interest rates, make money more expensive to borrow. And that is how they bring it down. And I didn't understand that and probably neither did you. And that's yeah. how the whole crypto market crashed. And, yeah. and then they started doing quantitative tightening, pulling money out of the system and everyone kind of got wrecked, got wrecked unless you've been in a cycle before. So everyone on their second cycle learns their lessons from the first cycle yep. and then you don't make the same decisions as the last time. Absolutely. Yeah. I knew people that that was my first bull cycle, yeah. but I knew people that experienced one before and they cashed out, whereas oh, yeah. guys like us didn't. Same, yeah, you know my buddy Luke Belmar, he in 2017 rode his up to, I believe almost eight figures and then rode it all the way down. And then he just said, I'll never make that same decision again. And, and this time he sold and he didn't hit the top, but he sold it like 55K and mm -hmm. made a load. Yeah. Speaking of Luke Belmar, that dude's also going viral everywhere. How did you build a relationship with him? Yeah, so I uh, I actually, it, it has to do with crypto because I was watching my portfolio go down 100%. <laughs> and then I see him on YouTube like, yeah, you is like should have sold and i was like where was this guy like eight months ago if yeah. i would have known him i would have taken some of uh his advice so what i did was i was like man this guy has a lot that i want to learn from i'm going to just invest in him and uh, his capital club at the time i found him was just announced mm -hmm. uh in phuket thailand so basically i just sent him shout out to today's sponsor articulate i know all of you want to hit revenue targets get that new launch done scale your business well, making sure your team knows what to do and how to do it, well, that's a huge part of that. I'm sure you all do different kinds of training. And I'm sure you've probably used tools like PowerPoint, Zoom, etc. And I bet you probably get super bored when someone at your company is explaining you how to use these tools. That's why I really love this tool, Articulate 360. It makes it easy to whip together interactive, really beautiful learning that really engages people and gets info across. You're no longer falling asleep during presentation. You can create short form, micro learning, super interactive courses, and really whatever you need. With our attention spans these days dropping, something like this is super valuable. With a couple of clicks, you can send it out and check on your progress. The team can also check back in on the training anytime they want in a super simple portal. Literally everyone I know uses Articulate, over 120,000 companies in all 100 of the Fortune 500. Check it out today at articulate.com slash 360 to start a free trial. A, a wire for 15K. There was really no information about the event. It was like, <laughs> just show up here on this day. I look up the flights. You have to literally take three different flights across the world to get there. And I was like, but showed up there and it was awesome, man. Great event. Cool guy. Met his entire network. I'm friends with a lot of his friends now. And then since then, we've been uh, been homies. That's awesome. Yeah. You're also big on traveling. One of the things you do that's crazy is you travel for free, right? Yeah. I got to learn how you're doing that. Yeah. So there's, there's a, a big rabbit hole here we could go down. But one of the easiest ways to travel for free is through credit cards. So every credit card has a sign-up bonus. When you sign up for the credit card, you get anywhere from you know 50,000 to 100,000 points once you spend a certain amount of money. Mm. Okay. Then you take those points and you use them to travel with. But the thing that most people don't do is they redeem those points on the Amex portal or the Chase portal. Yeah, that's right. To I get do. 10 times more value of your points, you got to redeem them through a 
transfer partner. Mm. So Amex has a deal right now with Air France that's 30% bonus. So when you transfer 100,000 points to Air France, now you have 130,000 points. Mm. And when you buy the tickets through Air France, you're getting like five to 10X the value. So like I travel to Europe for 46,000 points, business class, lay down seat, Miami. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, I was so dumb. I had a million Amex points and I spent it on one hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that would have been over $100,000. Oh my God. Are you serious? $100,000. Yeah. What an L, Because you think dude. 10X the points. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Big yeah. L. That's, that's Hit me up next time. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, where do you think people, everyone in the world should travel to and experience? I love Europe in the summer. Uh, if you go to Positano, that's probably my favorite place in the world. I just got engaged there. Nice. Uh, Bali is awesome. That was where I met my my wife now or my my fiance. The first day I got there was the day she was leaving. Mm. We ran into each other by at chance. The uh, no, it was actually at some little pizza shop, Luigi's Pizza in Changu. And I was uh, I was about to just get a pizza and head home. And it was her last night. She was backpacking with her mom and uh, stumbled into her in the pizza shop. And she wouldn't give me her number, but I got her Instagram. <laughs> and I DM'd her for like six months. And then I flew her out to Tulum. And then we ended up wow. started dating. So you were dating distance? Uh, no, we didn't even, we only met for 10 minutes. What? But I knew right in that moment that like she was the one. <laughs> I was like, like the girl that, like I literally could feel that she was like the one. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, let's hang out. And she's like, I leave tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, no way. Dude. So she left. And for six months, I watched her uh, on TikTok and Instagram. And then the pandemic started. And I basically like freed her out the country. I like flew her out of Madrid when all the was going down with yeah. the lockdowns, flew her to Tulum. And then I canceled her flight home. We started traveling the world together. Wow. Yeah. So you believe I love at first sight. Dude, it happened. <laughs> I, I don't, it, it's real. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So you must have been thinking about her the whole vacation like, yeah, pretty much. I, I kind of would try to get my mind off of it. But then, you know, she just kept popping up on my Instagram. I was like, I got to get this girl out of here. Wow. And I told my friends, too. I was like, yo, if, if this girl actually does end up coming here, like she's going to be my girlfriend. That's crazy. And she was within like 24 hours. Have you always been quick to fall in love? No, <laughs> dude. I Yeah, I, that was the last thing I wanted, bro. Yeah. Like, to be honest, I was having so much fun being single, making money, yeah. just quit my job, traveling the world. And that just happened. But dude, it was a blessing in disguise. Like, I've never experienced a lot of money being single. So that's wild. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of a lot of money, you've made $12 million off Instagram stories. Yeah. I got to hear the secret to this. <laughs> yeah. So this is my bread and butter. A lot of people focus on ads and I just focus on organic stories. That's all I do. I just storytell. And for four and a half years now, no matter what product or service I sell, within a few months, I can get that offer to seven figures. Wow. Um, right now, I just launched my, my business fitness and mindset coaching. 100% organic, just through stories, closing everything through the DMs by myself. And I've closed over $100,000 in the past month and 15 days. What, what's the offer? Uh, so I have a variety, but you know, it's, it's fitness coaching, 750 bucks for three months. I customize your meal plan, customize your workouts. And then I meet with you once a week with a group on a live call. Mm. Then I have mindset coaching, which is 30 minutes, one-on-one -on -one, twice a month. Uh, plus you get that group call as well and you get the, the fitness plan and the workouts and then you, and then uh, business coaching is up to $20,000 for a year. You get one, one-on-one -on -one call where I give you my blueprint mm -hmm. on how I've made this money. And uh, that's pretty much it. But back to some of the sauce on, on stories, all you have to do is, is be yourself. And people think that there's some magic ingredient, but what if all you had to do is be you and that was enough? <laughs> 
Hmm. Like if you just documented your pitfalls, uh, your, you know, your wins, your losses and your lessons learned, people would get so much value from that. And over the next couple months of them watching you show up consistently, telling the truth of where you're at in your life and where you're going, they're going to finally find someone that they can trust. And when you come out with different products and you give a ton of value, they're going to be able to buy from you. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just, I just pitch on stories and one of my favorite ways to pitch, anyone can use this. It's called the five, one method. Mm. So you say, Hey, I'm looking for five people that want to get a six pack in the next 30 days. So you have five, which is scarcity, how many mm. people you're looking for. And there's no more after that. So everyone's like, I got to DM them. Right. Uh, one is your offer. So whatever it is, I'm looking for five people that want to come on my podcast, right? I'm looking for five people that want to get shredded. Mm -hmm. And then the 30 days is the time they will get that result. And I've paired that with every single one of my offers, whether it's Bitcoin mining, whether it's coaching, and it's worked every single time. Wow. Um, and it, dude, it's just a consistency doing the feed post every single day, like you do yourself. You know, if you're throwing up three feed posts a day on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube shorts, and, and your content's good mm -hmm. and you're giving value, bro, you're gonna blow up eventually. Yeah. Um, so that that's super helpful. A lot of people are screwing up their story views. This is a pretty good hack. If you are waking up in the morning and you're posting a link as your first story, mm -hmm. you are going to get completely knocked off by Instagram. They're gonna take you out of the algorithm because they want people on Instagram. Mm. The moment they click off of Instagram to go to another website, you're doing them a disservice. They want you on the app. So I've realized I was posting the 10X Health Supplements link every single morning, <laughs> every single morning right when I woke up and I removed that. My story views are up by 50% right now. Wow. Yeah, in just two days. That's crazy. So that and then collaborations are the biggest, like yeah. as you know, networking. Yeah. Now you bro. can do five posts. It's 100%, crazy. yeah, with the collaborations. Yeah, so collaborations are big. Um, but also I'm just saying like being with big influencers, even if you can only get a story tag and repost the story, mm -hmm. people like to buy from other people that they trust and know and like. So if you're with a bunch of credible people all the time, you build a network of savages. Now people are going to include you as that vision of, oh, this guy's, you know, trustworthy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know you're big on health. I know you have a relationship with Gary Brecca. Um, what are some things you've learned in the health biohacking world? So much, man. But the number one thing that's changed my life is just doing a gene swab. Mm. So it's a genetic test and it measures your six genotypes. So most humans are operating at a deficiency with a few of their genes. Have you done the gene test I yet? I have. Cool. I are you two, operating at? Yeah, I had two yellows. Correct. Yep. I have two yellows as well. So basically you take a $600 gene test one time in your life and your genes never change. Mm -hmm. So now you have that data forever. Then you go over it with a med medical professional and they're gonna read you your results and then they're gonna supplement with natural organic compounds for your deficiencies so that your genes are operating at a normal level and now you can methylate properly. You can feel like a normal human being. Mm -hmm. And I started doing that two and a half years ago. My anxiety was gone. I could sleep better. I could think clearly. I wasn't you know, laying in bed and starting to com compartmentalize my whole life every night before sleep. Uh, and everything just got so much better. And then from there, you can start to really add on. You can start to do peptides. Uh, you get your quarterly blood testing. You could do the superhuman protocol. You know, you could do the ice bath, you can do the the uh, hot, cold exposure, get the sauna. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of incorporated all of that into my life over the past two and a half years. And if you can correlate my investment in my health and biohacking with how much money I've made, it's a pretty consistent correlation of, really? uh, oh, absolutely. Wow. That's 100%. something people don't really think about. 
Yeah, bro. If I can map it out for you, I, I guarantee the more money I put into my investment in health, the more my net worth has grown. Yeah, absolutely. And and I know you have a pretty uh pretty serious morning routine too. Crazy morning routine. Yeah, it takes about an hour every. Uh, and I do it religiously. I just did it here in Vegas. I woke up at 3 a.m. You wake up at 3 a.m.? Well, here, because I don't want to adjust to the time. So <laughs> if I'm flying into Vegas for one day, I went to bed last night at 7.30, oh and I woke God. up at 3. So really, I went to bed at 10.30 Eastern, Got it. and I woke up at 6, 6 o'clock in the morning here. That's nuts. Or back home. So yeah, so basically, uh, when I quit my job, I established a morning routine, a daily discipline that I never deviate from. And it's one of the things that I believe has made me who I am today. Uh, because your mindset is everything. Mm -hmm. And if you are constantly bombarded by different anxieties and business deals and, you know, things not going correct in your life, the only way to balance it and prepare for that stuff is to build this kind of layer around your morning where it's like a shield. It's, it's your time. Mm -hmm. One hour of the day where you're doing your journaling, that takes about 15 minutes. Uh, you're doing your meditation, you're doing your Wim Hof breath, and you're doing your prayer or manifestation, whatever you want. I believe in God, so I pray. Um, and that, yeah, that's been happening for about a year now, but the specifics of it are I wake up, I open my journal, and I immediately write 10 things I'm grateful for. Mm. I wanna start every day with gratitude because mm. when you start in a state of gratitude, you attract more of the things you want. Um, so after that, I write The Four Agreements. It's a great book. I don't know if you ever read it. I haven't. Uh, so I write The Four Agreements. Uh, then I do, um, five power list items I need to get done for the day. Mm. So five actionable things that I can control throughout the day. If I want to make $10,000, I can't say, Susie, pay me $10,000. <laughs> That's her choice. I can say, reach out to Susie, follow up, you know, do the actionable things that will allow her to then send me the money. Got it. Um, and then I usually, you know, try to get at least the first thing done. I usually get all five of them, but the number one thing is usually my best money-making activity, which is content. Right. right. Content's my number one thing every single day to keep the ball rolling. And then finally, I wrote a love letter to God. I used to write a love letter to money to attract more money. Because mm. think about it. If you uh, treat your money like your mom or your, or your wife, if you are not in a good relationship with your wife and you're constantly neglecting her, she's not going to focus on you. You're probably going to get a divorce. It's the same <laughs> thing with money. Yeah. If you're not constantly looking at your bank account and you're all hyped up in gratitude and you're like, man, I love money. Money's not going to like you. You're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. So so that's kind of how I treat it. And I just write love letters to money and it's worked. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. I know you're big on energy, right? Yeah. And I've seen you talk about on other shows, you believe in karma. Oh yeah. Have you experienced that? Absolutely. What you put into the world is what you get back. So if you are constantly putting out hate, you will get hate back. And mm. believe it or not, if you believe in numerology, uh, I'm June 8th is my birthday. So eight is the sign of infinity. What comes around goes around. Mm -hmm. So I have to live a very righteous life because as soon as I do something bad, it's like a boomerang. It hits me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so basically um, I've learned through all the, the things I've done wrong in my life that karma hits me hard. Like when I was in college, neglecting my health, just being a douchebag, basically. Just yeah. partying, focus only on chicks, doing tons of bullying people just, you were a bully yeah i was a pledge master <laughs> in a yeah so it was it was brutal and then you know what happens boom i get assaulted i like break my face yeah. and that was just karmic law i had nothing to do with any of the energies at that party some dude randomly attacked me no words no exchange? no no words exchanged didn't even really know the guy what was so, it over like a girl it was no nothing bro he was blacked out and just trying to like fight people oh just he walked outside and picked me and started bashing my face in
And that was at a time where like my life was a mess and I was only doing detrimental things to the universe. Wow. I was putting out horrible energy, getting horrible energy back. So now, you know, focusing on coaching and and being in a state of helping people 24-7, like I'm texting and DMing everyone that DMs me back mm -hmm. every single day. Personally, so I, it's you? Personally. Wow. Every single message. So if you DM me, it'll be me texting back. And uh, I really care about people. I really help people. And I'm on live calls every single week with my mindset and my fitness students and my business students. And I'm just pouring into them everything I've ever learned that has helped me out. Mm -hmm. And I can already tell that this is my aligned path that I need to be on Dude. because it's just, you know, the money's great. Uh, the gratitude is there. And I feel more fulfilled than I've ever felt in my life doing it. That's facts, man. You can really feel it because I used to have a very negative mindset growing up because yeah. the household environment. And I attracted a lot of negativity. Absolutely. And bro. now that I've switched that and the people around me, dude, it's it's really good. Thoughts become things, brother. Yeah. Yeah. What you think about becomes your reality. Everything I have right now in this moment, I was manifesting four years ago. Mm. So you can't you can't forget that what you wish for is happening right now. Yeah. So be careful what you wish for because you know, a man thinketh and it will come true. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, you sow what you reap. And uh, it's it's very important that you make sure that you're conscious of your thoughts. Like, be aware of what you're thinking about. Absolutely, I'm very conscious of it. Even what I listen to now, because I used to play rap music, uh, hip hop music. I, I just went to a Drake concert, bro. That yeah. shit was demonic, <laughs> dude. They were bringing out Twenty One Savage, like the Scream guy with a knife. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy, bro. And I was just like, yeah, this is this is not it anymore for me. I can't do this, dude. Stuff. You realize it? It gets to your subconscious when you listen to that type of music. hundred percent, bro. I, I put on every single morning. I put on high frequency uh, hertz. I forget like the exact hertz that I listen to, uh, but you can listen to Sunrise Yoga on Spotify, mm -hmm. and then there's another one that's just like high frequency playlist and. Uh, beautiful music and I listen to it every single day. And it, if you believe in like electromagnet, uh, the electromagnetic field, mm -hmm. it, you know, sound waves do things to our bodies. Like when you drop into different Hertz, it does things internally to you. And now yeah. apparently they play rap music at I think 444 Hertz. Mm. And that's like a demonic low level frequency. And wow. they, they have to play it on the radio. That's so crazy. when people are listening every single day to all the popular rap songs, especially on Spotify, you look now, bro, they're all just straight demonic, mm -hmm. killing Doja Cat's Instagram's crazy now. Like, She's like it's up. just, it's just, they're captured, bro. Their yeah. souls have been captured. It's it's bad. No, it's terrible. I remember I had a weird depressing phase in college and I was listening to XXX Tentacion like mm. every day. Dude, I was listening to Juice World uh, a lot and it was crazy because when I was listening to Juice World, I was doing all kinds of I was popping Percocets, listening to him talk about Percocets. <laughs> and when he died, I had kind of my awakening around that time. And right when he died, that's kind of when I became an entrepreneur. Mm. And it was just a really weird transition because when I started listening to him again, like as an entrepreneur, starting to have some success, I get really sad. I was like, I could feel dude. that negative energy that I didn't even, I wasn't aware of that before. Yeah, dude. No, I'm the same boat. I used to listen to him and looking back, his a lot of his music was really sad. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, just all about, you know, depression, addiction. And he always talked about dying young, too. Yeah, he manifested it. Yeah, I thought about it all the time. Manifestation is so underrated. It's crazy, bro. I mean, I I, uh, I did some, some vision boards with my girl, and uh, it was crazy because we were traveling to Europe in 2021. We were going to go for the whole summer, and we were airbnb this apartment in the Panorama Tower. Yeah. 
And uh, we had the exact unit that we wanted to actually live in, but the whole the whole place was sold out. So we filled out this vision board and every single morning we would we would visualize and we'd manifest together, like mm. saying it in the present tense that we were living at that place. And the day of our flight came and the, the leasing agent never called. So we were super pissed because yeah. we were like, we're not gonna live here. Go to the airport and our flight gets canceled. And I'm like, this really <laughs> sucks now. Now I can't even go to Europe. So we go to the hotel, the leasing agent calls me and she's like, Colin, are you still in Miami? And I'm like, well, yeah, actually my flight just got canceled. What's up? She's like, the unit that you wanted just became available. I'm like, no way. It was like out of a book, bro. Like the That's secret. Nuts. And we went, signed the lease and then got on the flight the next day. Dude. And then right when we got back from Europe, we had our dream apartment. What a story, bro. Yeah. I really believe everything happens for a reason. 100%, bro. Yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful. And, and you know, if you have a relationship with whatever you want to call it, your higher self, God, the universe, I believe once you let go and let God, like really do the work, you do the rowing, God does the steering, that's when life really starts to change. Absolutely. When did you have this spiritual awakening? Um, I come from a very different background of, you know, Luke always says bots and glitches. Right? <laughs> I was I was in the bot bot city. Um, I was living, you know, in a in a middle class family, uh, you know, jobs, 401ks. Kid, everyone goes to college. Everyone brags about where their kid goes to college, yeah, what job yeah. they get after. <laughs> Dude, it's just a simulation. So <laughs> I was in that hardcore. And when I got to college, you know, living in New Jersey, then getting thrown out to Arizona, living this crazy lifestyle, having friends that have, you know, their dads manage hedge funds and have millions of dollars, getting to travel with them, just seeing the world in a completely different lens. Also experimenting with a lot of psychedelics, mushrooms, yeah. acid, uh, really just completely shattered my my worldview. <laughs> um, and from that point on, I was like, wow, like I, I can do whatever I want in this life. Like I don't have to work at this job and I don't have to be miserable. I, I have full control. And, uh, you know, I, once I hit rock bottom, I actually got drugged, uh, at a club in Scottsdale. I woke up, didn't know where I was, had no money left in my bank account. Couldn't even afford the cab. I had a, a police, uh, call me and say that there was a warrant out for my arrest from the night before. Whoa. Didn't know what happened. That was like my rock bottom. Yeah. And from that moment I, I stood up and I, I called my bottom on that day. I was like, I'll never go lower than this. And it was real. And from that day on, I just said, all the all the partying all the that's not in line with being a good person living a righteous life mm -hmm. i don't know if you've read any stoicism but like that is is really what i what i look up to mm -hmm. um just doing the right thing all the time and having a special relationship with god and uh yeah man that's really where i changed my life and, and went down the entrepreneurship route and everything changed from that moment i relate so much with a lot of that dude because i grew up in jersey too Oh yeah, and what it, part? Uh, Central Bridgewater. Oh okay, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, do you know Princeton? Yeah, yeah I'm like just ten there. minutes from Princeton. Dude, it's called Robbinsville. I was just there last week. In lunch. No way, that's crazy. Where did you go to Hoagie Haven? Uh, some Mediterranean spot. Okay, it was good though. Hoagie Haven's the sh bro. I'll go there next yeah. time. But no, like you said, Jersey's full of bots, dude. Full of bots, <laughs> bro. Because like. It's just a family state. It, it's like Philadelphia, New York, like hedge funds, like Wall Street, and then you just commute to work. Yeah. And it's just no, like you go travel and you go to the Bahamas or you go to a tropical tropical vacation. You maybe go to Florida, but like no one really leaves nah, that area. No one leaves. Either. No one has bigger dreams. Yeah. So. And being an entrepreneur there is weird. You're looked down on. Yeah. So if you're from New Jersey, come join me. <laughs> <laughs> no, getting out of there was one of the best choices. I for made, sure. For real. For sure. It but is. going back to your story in Arizona where you got drugged, you got roofied? Yeah. 
too. Yeah. I, I believe so. I don't. I don't remember anything. And so. then you had a warrant for your arrest. Yeah. And then basically what happened? I was I was in the cab uh, the night before, and I didn't pay for it. Like my card got declined. We rushed out of the cab. Yeah. And so that taxi driver had had that happen to him a couple times. So we called the police. They warranted my arrest, <clears throat> and uh, basically they said, "Yeah, if you don't pay me." 150 bucks right now, then the cops are going to come get you. Wow. And, and I had no money in my bank account. So yeah. I had to call my parents. They didn't tell them what happened. I was just like, I need 200 bu bucks. And they sent me the money. And uh, I was just like, this is the lowest scum <laughs> ever. Like, I just feel like a yeah. like, there's no hope down here. There's yeah. no, there's no answers. There's no light. Like I need to be the light because no one around me is doing it. So I had to become the light and, you know, just go on my own journey. Wow. That's yeah. deep. How was your relationship with the, with your parents at that time? Uh, I mean, dude, it was crazy because on paper, on the outside, everything looked phenomenal. I graduated college. I got my business school. I got a good job. I had my 401k. I had a car. I had a nice place to live. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's a cookie cutter life that so many people are trapped in right now, screaming for help but no one's coming to help them. But I was there. So many people were there and it is very possible to get out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what's about the world. Like mediocrity is where people really go to die. Like mm. that's where their dreams and their souls go to die. And God will try to get you out of it as much as he can. But if you're not paying attention to those signs, like for example, if I got drugged and I was like, I don't know what else to do. Keep going back to that lifestyle. Yeah. God will probably forget about you at some point. Like right. you can only have so many signs, <laughs> but you know, thank God we get a lot of signs to get back on alignment of what we're really supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I believe everyone has, you know, situations in life where, you know, they have pain and they think things are happening to them, but really things are happening for you to get you back on your purpose of why you're here on this earth. Yeah. I love that. Have you experienced anything with God on your spiritual psychedelic journeys? For sure. <laughs> a lot. Uh, I just did ayahuasca. Nice. Uh, it was one of the most incredible trips of my life. It was a week down in Costa Rica, no phones. And you know me being on social media every right. day. It was beautiful, bro. Just being immersed in nature in the jungle with a group of guys that I've never met before that by the end of the week felt like they were my brothers. Mm. Uh, shout out Jay Azeltine. He's the one I did the retreat with. And um, it was beautiful, man. I think the most special thing about it was actually not the ayahuasca. It was the sweat lodge experience. What's it's up? called te Temescal. You ever hear that? No. So it's uh, kind of like a sauna slash steam room, but it's all man-made. Mm. So you dig a hole in the ground and you fill this hole with volcanic rocks. And uh, you basically have a shaman in the middle with his drums and they have these fire bearers that are bringing these volcanic rocks inside of the tent. Wow. And you do four doors, it's called, and each door is basically they open up the door and they put in more fire rocks. Yeah. And then you sit in it for 30, 40 minutes each door. You do four doors, four rounds. Two hour sauna? Dude, it was <laughs> like three. Because you get like a 10 minute break before the rocks go in. And bro, I've never had more of a psychedelic trip not taking psychedelics in my life than that. Like, Wait, you were tripping? I was tripping balls. From, How? From, from just nature and like being past the point of no return of like fear. And I had to basically let go and be like, I'm going to die in here. Like no one was getting out. And there's like 20 people in there and you're literally crowded in this little oh, teeth. There's no exit. There's, there is an exit there. And if you want to leave, 
you have to do like a whole ceremonial exit and like it's like kind of like a shaming it's like embarrassing it's, it's embarrassing yeah, yeah. yeah. Did anyone and so leave? we had one guy left <laughs> and i was like i'm not leaving the tent no way and so yeah basically uh when i got out you have to after the whole thing is over uh everyone goes around and says like a little prayer at the very end and i said my prayer i don't even know what i said but it came out so like great because everyone was, everyone's crying and shit in there too wow we crawl out and you crawl out like a newborn baby bro like a guppy <laughs> like in the in the uh dirt in the grass you don't even yeah. care you're disgusting Wait, so you're underground you're no you're on the mud you're in the mud and you build like a tent over it with okay. sticks and you cover it with blankets wow and then you build the hole in the middle and the steam goes everywhere so we're crawling out of this thing and there's a freezing cold river next to it. Yeah. So you crawl right into the river. And when I crawled into the river, bro, I laid on a rock and I felt like mother nature's vines started wrapping around me <laughs> and just giving me a hug. And I was literally communicating with nature, wow. with mother nature. And she was teaching me about the water and the plants and how everything works, how I have to respect the animals and the weather and dude, it was wow. nuts. And I, I was crying and just having this crazy out-of-body experience, just laying in the mud, total shock. You know, when you go from hot to cold, yeah, you get that body shock. I mean, this was like that times a thousand. That's and nuts. my whole body's vibrating. And uh, that she actually gave me the answer of what I needed to ask in my second ceremony of ayahuasca. Because the first night I was trying to meet God, mm -hmm. but then the second night I was trying to meet Mother Ayahuasca because that's the medicine I was taking. Yeah. So in that in that second on the rock, she was like, I was talking to Mother Nature and she's like, why don't you ask grandmother to meet her? Like mm -hmm. you're taking her, get to know her qualities. Mm -hmm. So I got my question to ask because when you sit down and you say your prayer before you drink, you have to ask a question. Mm. So my intention was, I want to meet you. And I got to meet all of her qualities. She And then I said, I want to meet myself. I want to meet my true self. She showed me every quality I've ever experienced in my Whoa. life. Um, and then the third one was, I want, to, I want to meet unconditional love. What does that feel like? And I sat for three hours in basking in love. I've ever felt in my life. And That's that was insane. on the third round on the second night. So you do two nights back to back. Yeah. With the sweat lodge in between on the second wow. day. So it is a trip, bro. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, there, there, it, there's so much more. Like we did hiking and you know other different ceremonies. And uh, I would highly recommend it to anyone. Thinking yeah, about it. definitely gonna look into that, dude. It's been a blast. Anything you want to close off with or promote? Yeah, man. Uh, if you guys need any help with mindset, fitness, business, you want to get your routine right. If you want to live a disciplined life, if you want to have true fulfillment, I'm here to help you. Reach out to me on Instagram, Colin Yerkeson, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, every platform. There but we go. Thanks thank for brother. coming on, brother. Appreciate Great episode. You, bro. Peace, guys. See you next time. Peace out.